0: You're listening to the Gun Hunter Planet podcast, your gateway into the great outdoors. So sit back, relax over a campfire, and enjoy the show. Gun Hunter Planet, where guns and heritage come together. Hello, and welcome to the Gun Hunter Planet podcast. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this hunting season. Uh, So, Jamie, let's talk a little bit about how did you get into gun hunting i know yeah. we're both bow hunters and gun hunters yeah. how'd you get into gun hunting
1: and i think that's a good way to start this right kind of kind of tell who we are how we got here and 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 I, maybe i'll start a little bit of above all how we're gonna run this gun hunter planet thing okay right? it's it's us we're obviously we're i don't want to say amateurs but we're amateurs right yeah we know enough about guns to be safe and what we need to use and the ammunition and all that kind of other stuff but i kind of want to take everybody on a journey with us especially for some stuff we're not super you know intelligent about about different like twist rates and all that you know all the the gun stuff we want to kind of take you from where we're at and Hopefully, everybody can grow with us. Yeah. Right. And yeah. learn and be safe. And I want this to be a place where everybody can come and ask. Right. Yeah, sure. Because, you know, I know you watch a lot of videos on YouTube, and that's what people are talking about all these in detail things. And to be quite honest, nobody really cares about that. Yeah. Well, I know how the gun works, shoots, how safe it is, how to load it, how to unload it, what you need for it, stuff yeah.
0: like that. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing is, and what's really exciting is we can get guests on the show. If yeah. we don't know something, and you want to know something, if you got yeah. questions, let us know. We'll we'll find the guest who has the answers. Yeah. And, and so uh,
1: it's a lot easier with guns. You know, a lot of military people, a lot of you know gunsmith and FFL guys, and then we can bring them all on here, and we'll all learn something.
0: Yeah, and and you know the the main focus of this is is hunting. Yeah, we we are both hunters. We both you know I've been hunting I actually uh, started hunting with a gun then I went to bow I've hunted crossbow Um, but I enjoy them all you know I really do you know each one has their own unique you know type of feeling to it you know I mean you hunt with a bow it's you know you got to get up close and personal it's it's hard you hunt with a gun you can you can kind of take in and relax the, uh, and take more to yeah. me, yeah. I can look around and take in nature and, you know, I may spot a deer that's, you know, far <laughs> out and I yeah. can, I can relax, you know, where, you know, when you're bow hunting, you can't let your guard down, no. but you know, not that you can let your guard down with gun hunting, but it's, it's just different feeling that I yeah. have when I'm with it in hunting with a dude, but I enjoy them both
1: no but you know and that gun obviously guns are still the bigger you know the orange army comes out i'm part of the orange army
0: yeah i have been for years you know
1: and that's and that's the guys you know we want to talk to so yeah and Um,
0: you know speaking of that so the tradition for me is you know we're from michigan michigan's opening gun is november 15th has been since i was holiday
1: where i grew up yeah nobody was in school
0: yeah (laughs) and it has been now i did not grow up hunting My dad was not a hunter and um, I got turned on to hunting when I, you know, I had a friend who hunted and he got me into it probably when I was uh, 18, 19 years old. And then I started taking it even more serious as I got older, got to work and guys I worked with hunted and uh, you know, I've, it's been a tradition now. I've been to hunt camp with a friend of mine that I used to work with on the fire department. It's been over 30 years and we don't always get deer, but we always go to, to deer camp, you know, no. and, and it's, it's, it's a great time. And, um, you know, you think, oh, you're using the gun. You're going to get a deer every time. No, it don't work like that. No,
1: no. And just the, the time you need the time with the guys. I've read something somewhere that that's a big part to keep your mentally healthy I have believe that that. time out in the woods. With the guys, and that's all you're thinking about is hunting, Mm -hmm. maybe drinking some beers at night.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, for me, I mean, when I was younger, I worked, you know, for people don't know, I worked on the fire department. And um, you know, that can be a stressful job. And after a while, you just need to get away from it. And um my whole thing with where I hunted, I would go up and just get in the woods, and it would always take me a day or two to get into the mode where i was finally relaxed enough that you know in the beginning every little sound you're jumping at you know and stuff like that and uh after a few days and you finally settle into nature everything becomes so relaxed and you know you'll hear a noise and okay i know what that is i don't even have to look you know and things like that and you you don't have anything like that when you grow up like me in this i grew up in the city the big city uh it you know you didn't have that kind of nature and I love it you know Mm. and to be quite honest sometimes you'll be I you know I've had times where I was sitting there and I'm so relaxed and all of a sudden a deer comes around it's like oh man it kind of broke my (laughs) broke broke the mood oh yeah that's (laughs) what I'm here for you know I'm here to take one of these you know and let me get busy so
1: Yeah. yeah so I was on the other end of the I did grow up in the country right and I you know I couldn't wait to get out. Now I can't wait to get back, but anyway, but yeah, my, my dad hunted. You yeah, know, He's always hunted. He was always the biggest hunter, you know, in his family. And probably when I was about eight years old, he started taking me out with him. And, you know, back then you get the crappy little Meyer boots with the felled inserts. Mm-hmm. Your toes were cold by the time you even got to the stand. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just tucked in one of the, you know, every stand we had was something that he built up in the tree. Uh-huh. you know just some wood some plywood and i'd sit in the corner just freezing getting yelled at stop sniffling and <laughs> <laughs> but then uh when i was about and i think i was 10 i got a he got me a 410 pump uh-huh. and i learned how to shoot that and i took a dough when i was 10 which was crazy you know that first year they yeah. tried to make me drink a cup of blood i did I wouldn't do it it almost got me because a neighbor came over and said I had to do it too. Yeah. So I almost believed him. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that just got me hooked from there. And then, you know, I didn't really even get into bow hunting till I did a little bit, but probably not until college. I really, I lived with some guys who were big into it. Mm-hmm. So basically from 10 to 20, 22 you know, it was November 15th was the day I look forward to so I could get finally back out there and, and shoot a nice deer.
0: Yeah. See, I didn't take my first deer until I was well into my twenties. Yeah, um, I hunted several years without success, you know, and it's all a learning process, you know, I wouldn't call it a failure because each time I learned a, a lesson and um, finally I took my first deer in the upper peninsula of Michigan I did it with a, a Ruger Mini Thirty, yeah. which is a 7.62 uh, by nine millimeter, and uh, you know I I made a good clean shot. Shot a uh, it was actually a hard shot, and I was amazed how you know I shot it and it <laughs> ran away. And I thought, well, did I miss? You know, yeah. but I had a an old guy that lived up there, grew up in the Upper Peninsula. He was an old Finlander and he basically taught me and my friend how to hunt and uh you know he I came in and he's like yeah you know I heard the shot you know did you get one I go I don't know I shot and he ran away and he goes you got that gun sighted in I go yeah you know I (laughs) practice I go I'm practice get make sure I got this
1: sounds familiar
0: yeah you know you got that gun I'm like yeah I got it sighted in but I shot and he he goes what did he do you know and I'm thinking like well he just (laughs) ran away he goes was his tail up or down? And I I didn't even yeah, think about right. anything like that. And I thought about it. I go, well, his tail never went up. He goes, oh, you got that deer. He goes, you got him. He's hurt. He says, if a deer is scared, he's going to run with the tail up. He said, if he's hurt, that tail goes down between the leg like a hurt dog, you know? And I'm hmm. like, Holy cow. So uh, it was snowing pretty hard by then. He says, I'm not going out in the snow. He said, we'll go out and find it tomorrow. And sure enough, <laughs> Next morning we went out and I told him which way the deer went. He didn't even go that way. I said, This what's what's this guy doing? But he knew which way deer would run up there. He just knew the land, you know. Right. It's nice when you get to that point because
1: we're kind of like that at the least now. Mm -hmm. You know, and Dave and I hear when he wounds something, right? I know exactly where it's going going on the neighbor's property Mm -hmm. whenever there's a shot, and whether it's hit hit good or not, it's like this scene flipping trail. Yeah. And somehow they always make it across.
0: Yeah. Well, so, they got you know, their escape route. We got a good neighbor,
1: whatever. Let's just go over there and get them. But I'm like, can we just get a couple that stop before?
0: <laughs> yeah. The funny thing was this my first deer that I got, he walked me right by it he literally walked me right by it I didn't it looked like a rock with snow on it. and he walks me by I passed by about 10 feet and he goes what the shit kind of hunter are you I'm like what what are you talking about he goes there's your deer I'm like holy cow I'm just, but you know what that was the beginning you know here we are 30 years later and I could take somebody out in the woods and teach them how to hunt. I learned so much from that gentleman. His name was Toivo. I give him a shout out Mm Toivo Mackie. And I learned so much from him and you know, now I can track, I can, you know, I can, you can get down to a speck of blood and I'll find that deer. You know, I rarely lose a deer. You know, I mean, anybody can lose a deer. It can happen, but I rarely lose a deer. And, uh, what kind of uh weapon are you hunting with now
1: uh so we're, this now i have the bushmaster 450
0: oh, yeah downstate he, hunter
1: yeah so i'm not above the rifle line here in michigan so so our lives kind of changed three four years ago because mm-hmm. probably i got rid of the 410 when i was 15 or 16 and from 16 till you know i got Geez, i bet you 20 24 years i was using the same 870 express shotgun
0: <laughs> yeah for you those of you who don't know and michigan is divided up into about halfway through the state the lower part of the state is what they call the shotgun zone and the upper part of the state in the upper peninsula is rifle zone that's why in the upper when i hunt now i use a 30-odd six but um uh, why don't you go ahead and- talk about the gun you're using now because like you said yeah. things change about so, three years so ago. they
1: let us use straight wall cartridges so like a 450 bushmaster a 350 legend and finally we can reach out to 200 yards safely yeah right? and after that kind of teeters off i probably wouldn't shoot farther than that mm-hmm. but i wasn't I, I was i didn't like shooting over 50 60 yards with my yeah. shotgun right so this kind of changes the game for all of us and when that came out man I mean, especially back home in the country, I'm mm-hmm. from the west side of Michigan, those guns went crazy. Yeah. Now everybody, everybody has them. You can't find the ammo.
0: Yeah. I wish I had, <laughs> I wish I had stock in that gun. <laughs>
1: no. So when it first came out, a guy, I think Randy's in uh, bad Axe, um, came up with the idea. Uh-huh. So I had a guy at work who had like three or four of them. He had long barrels and short barrels. And he's telling me about this gun. I'm like, are you sure? And then all of a sudden Ruger figured it out and made a mass produced one. Yeah. With a muzzle brake, and it's really short. You know, it doesn't it kicks maybe like a 20 gauge. So I don't, you know, I put a nice bog bog down for the kids and they mm-hmm. can shoot it. Yeah, it's it's like it's that super of that light muzzle brake. Yeah, you know, that
0: 450 without a muzzle brake kicks yeah, like a yeah, mule.
1: That's about 12 gauge. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a funny thing about so you're your downstate hunter using a shotgun, and downstate there's a lot of open farmland and you can get those two 300 yard shots for yeah. me i hunt in the upper peninsula in the thick woods right my <laughs> shot i'm lucky to get anything over 50 <laughs> yards you, because after 50 like a, yards you can't see like electrical lines. yeah yeah but know. where i'm at there's nothing like that i'm mm-hmm. hunting in the thick woods you know and it's like or a swamp or something like that and like i said you're lucky to even see a deer over 50 yards let alone get a good clean shot you know mm-hmm and there's no such thing as like, if they're far away, there's no running shots. I mean, if it's, if it's, I've seen many a deer that are, you know, especially during a rut, they got their head down and they're just motoring through the woods, you know,
1: Yeah.
0: and there's, you know, 80 to hundred yards out. There's no good shot. I mean, and I'm, I'm going to take an ethical shot. I want to yeah. know, I want to know that I'm going to hit a good clean shot. And I also want to know what's behind that shot yep. you know? that's the number one
1: thing especially when you're kind of by where we hunt on our lease i mean there's houses there's you know there's a house in the woods so we always got hangers and all this stuff because we're at airports so there's mm-hmm. there's certain air angles that we just don't that's not even an option yeah
0: and hopefully more people do that you know like if you're a gun hunter there's some responsibility that goes with that you know these weapons can reach out a long way it's not like flinging an arrow that's only going to go 40 50 yards and die you know you're 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 reaching out so you got to be ethical about it you got to make sure you know what's out there and what you're looking at What's behind what you're looking at? You know, and safety and handling
1: them. You know, I you know, uh-huh. I grew up in the eighties, so you know, when I was pointing the gun in the wrong direction, I got swept side the head. <laughs> and I learned pretty quick where where my gun needs to be pointed and up or down or you know, yeah. away from everybody, unloaded until you know, always act like the guns loaded. So, you know, that's that's the number one thing I was trying to teach my kids now and which I think is a good thing. Oh yeah, You, know, you never know whose house they're going to be at because kids now, they just, they'll play video games and they just assume everything's a toy. And that's,
0: yeah you know, it, no, you yeah, I think be... it would
1: really help if they'd learn how dangerous they are and what they can yeah. do.
0: You definitely, you know, you definitely need to get them in hunter safety as soon as yeah. they're old enough to understand. And yeah, I let my and... son,
1: he's, t- well, he'll, he's 12. He, I mean, he went through it because I was going to help him. You know, if he had questions, he just went through the whole thing by himself yeah so
0: one thing I haven't done and you know that I'd like to do in the future and you know maybe we'll do a podcast about it and get somebody anyone knows more about it is that is hunting with a pistol I've never taken an animal with a pistol I know there are certain calibers of pistol that yeah. are good for taking a large game you know as well as you know small game and stuff like that and um, you know as we go on with this gun hunter planet podcast we're going to get into all kinds of of hunting yeah. not just deer hunting i rabbit hunted i small game hunt yeah. uh and pheasant uh you know bird hunting now,
1: i got, a, I got cartridge. a big a guy at work actually I just sold him sold him a bow uh, and he's a big duck hunter so he tree trains dogs and you know all yeah. that stuff so maybe there's a whole nother
0: aspect of hunting and that's one thing i've never done i've never done the duck hunting so i'm not sure i'm going to at my yeah, age I'm not, sure if, I'm not sure i'm not sure like if i can
1: and dogs and... <laughs>
0: yeah and you got to go out in the worst weather you know <laughs> you, you hear the people... falls and
1: bow season which yeah <laughs> you hear that
0: you hear the people say yeah this is duck weather and i look out i'm like yeah okay <laughs> so but you know what we'll be glad to talk about it on these podcasts it'd be great to get some duck hunters in you know on here who know a lot about it what guns they use you know what they what they use um i know in michigan there's rules on what kind of shot you can use and stuff like that so i think there's a lot of exciting things to come and uh i'm looking forward to it